And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. She's a comedian who didn't like eating chicken until her husband taught her how to appreciate meat. It's Jenna Kim Jones. He's a man who's been refining his personal brand. So far, it mainly just involves liking any tweet that mentions him. It's hashtag Al. And he's a producer who will soon be selling his inspirational poster that reads, Heaven seems a little bit closer when you are shitting by the ocean. It's Greg Heller. Chef Jeff is here to make his famous smoothie with freshly squeezed dingleberries. I'm her husband, Daniel, and Allison is still forcing me to write these things, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little Hot Pockets. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting episode. I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello, Greg Heller. Hi, Allison. Hi, Jenna Kim Jones. Hey. Hello, Alan Moss. Hello. Hi, Daniel. Hi. <laughs> hey, Jeff. <laughs> hey, Jeff. Hey, Allison. You've been in Europe so long. Do you remember anything about the United States? Yeah. Nifty, nifty United States from the 13 original colonies. Shout them, scout them, tell all about them one by one till you've given a name to every state that's in the USA. We sound so good. Yeah. We sound like we practiced that. Maybe like, we did. Did we? No. Because if so... I don't remember, but the part where you're like, that's, I mean, that, you know, know. when I wasn't singing and then you just busted out with that's like, I see the, I see the choreography. Oh yeah. I see us taking this. It's music across. video worthy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe a free to be you and me sequel. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Oh my I feel like we could do a 50 nifty tour where we, we just perform this song. Just in all 50 states. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I feel like <laughs> one <we> get, by one. <laughs> until we've given that name. Yeah. It's like free to me, free to be you and me meets uh, up with people. Mm-hmm. Part two. And when you get to the name of the state you're in, everyone just goes fucking goes crazy. crazy. <laughs> they just go crazy. You have to oh wait gosh. like 10 minutes for everyone to settle down. That would down. be so cool. Just charging people like 15 bucks to hear a 30 second song. Do you think that That's when we're we performing in Alabama or Arkansas that the crowd would have emptied before we reached the end of the song. <laughs> yeah, they just leave after their They're state done. is named. I just came for Arkansas, man. I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> Any song. Did they already say it? We're out of here. I love it when people <laughs> sing my state's name. But really, we harmonized without intending to. It's like our voices just do it. Yes. It's like an accident. I don't know what it is. No, they do. Because yes. I'm thinking of all the other times that yeah. that's accidentally happened as well. Oh. oh. <laughs> uh, see? It's weird. We're so was good. good. It's so weird. Was, was it, it good? good? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what were we saying? Was it good? Was, was it good? good? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is like when you wow. die and you haunting. go to wherever you go someone's like was it good mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah that's a little creepy but i enjoy it um, oh. <laughs> it's so good to be back here with everyone for the listener 
it's as if we didn't go away. But for us, mm-hmm. it's been a couple of weeks since we've all been here. So there's so much to catch up on. Many of us have been elsewhere and now we're here. Um, since we left, Greg has become a high powered something or other based on the fact that in the last four minutes, I feel like he's taken three calls and sent numerous text mm-hmm. messages. Big deal. Big wig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a Hollywood show, you guys. I, like I don't want to bore you with it. It's uh, just, you know, Hollywood stuff. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, don't bore us. Yeah. Um, I mean, I got a job. I don't know if that's that. that that's awesome. That's it, yeah. Hey. I have a job, yeah. I jobbed up. Yeah, staffed up. Staffing season, I staffed up. Do you feel uh, more important now? I've always felt the most important. <laughs> Does it change your grocery store purchases? Do you feel Actually, like you can get an extra avocado or two? You know how, first of all, if everybody at this table doesn't know that Whole Foods has been five for five for the last two months, does everyone know that? Four avocados! Oh, actually, no. Five for five. Five avocados for, for five, five bucks. Dollars. Yeah, so we've been dropping by there once every five Four days. avocados! Five, actually. Um, no, Al, I'm so tethered to YNAB, do you need a budget app at this point, that like, I don't, I don't really have that much fun. And <laughs> Even though you have a fun money fund in your YNAB? It's pretty much gone already. I've gone to a couple of <laughs> concerts this month and all the money's gone, but I, this is one thing you can do if your wife doesn't listen to the podcast, is you can talk about Operation Gas Station, <laughs> where you just go to the gas stations that sell all the shit you want, yeah. like cigarettes and alcohol, and then you fill up your gas tank. That's what, and, all, yeah. that's what all my rich buddies in college who had credit cards, their dad's credit cards did. There was like a gas station near SC that had a pretty decent deli, and it was just everything, yeah. and, you know, a lot of gas. Operation Gas Station. Because yeah. their parents didn't want them to have deli meat. No, their parents would pay for their gas in their car. Right. But so like, no turkey. Yeah. So then, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's where I draw the line. Uh, you know, in beer and right. things like that as well. So ton to get to. Jeff was in Florida. Daniel and I mm. were in France. And Janae, Jenna's mom, was in the Netherlands mm-hmm. and brought brought back some stuff, which yeah. is the Florida of Europe. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> <everybody>. <laughs> I don't think it really is. No, it's but, not. It's not. but who knows? Um, so, where to begin? Also, maybe we have a biological clock that I'll let Greg field tonight because <laughs> that was fun. Um, an email I may or oh, may yeah. not read. An adoptable dog. So much to get to. Let's just jump in. Mm-hmm. We went to Paris. Mm-hmm. Had an amazing time. Mm-hmm. I got very sick. Both of us got sick, mm-hmm. which made us think it was food poisoning. But then you and I quote. Felt like a million bucks the, the next day. I did. And I did not for many, many days, including but, an ar- a handful of them when we got back. But a couple of days later, I realized that my feeling like a million bucks was largely just in contrast to right. how shitty I felt. I was still sick. But yeah. I just felt so much better yeah. that it felt better than I'd felt. Mm, yeah. Man. That is so depressing. It was kind of... I'm so sorry. The thing I keep saying to people, my line about it, if you will, is like, it was amazing. And it was such an amazing trip, by the way. I'm that person now who's like, <laughs> it was the best ever. And I loved every single minute of it. You know, that's my dream to have that kind of vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, but round two of the vomit, not loving every single second of that. <laughs> Um, but so you landed in Paris, and did you have any time before you were throwing out? Yes, yeah. we had two days. Mm-hmm. We had two days, uh, and then on the third night, in the middle of the night, is when I began throwing up. And then, I don't know when you started. Yeah, and then I I had been feeling a little... I started to feel bad, and then she started going to throw up. And then a few hours later, I'm like, oh, geez. 
and then I threw up. But mostly, it was other stuff that I won't butt get into. throw up. Butt throw up <laughs> for butt him. Vomit. My I I did not throw up out my butt. And it was like that's why I thought it was food poisoning though, because it was like my body was trying to get rid of everything in it. It wasn't. I didn't feel like I had the flu. Although the next day, it was that weird feeling of being like super cold but sweating mm. like mm. crazy and like i thought i was gonna pass out in the bathroom like it was ugh, it was awful so i've been saying to people it was amazing it was so amazing that even though i got sick it was still amazing but the truth is and for a while and also i lost my appetite in a way that i've never lost my appetite before and by that i mean the thought of food was turning my stomach. I couldn't eat. I said to Daniel, I think I'm over food. I also said, I think Nibbles is dead. <laughs> it oh, was, no. yeah. Don't worry. She's been resurrected. <laughs> I just want to not throw up. I've never been, I've never had that happen where I can't even think about food. Like we went to a restaurant and I didn't order anything. Wow. But um, the bread and butter. I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, France Good baked goods. And, uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And Specifically, the, and the butter is amazing. Specifically, the thought of bread and butter was turning my stomach. Like anything yeah. rich, oh. anything creamy, the stuff that normally I would mm. find pretty tempting. Yeah. It was really, it was weird. Like the only thing I that wasn't making me throw up was gummy candy. The thought of specifically gummy cherries when you get those two, you know, the, the twin cherries. Um, <laughs> I couldn't find them in a store, but thinking about them was helping me not throw up. You couldn't find was, those in Paris? <laughs> <laughs> those, I, I, I couldn't. Exactly. It's weird. <laughs> it was weird, though, to go through life like how Daniel goes through life, where food is not even a consideration at mm-hmm. all. Because before that, it's like we have a handful of days. Here's all the things we're trying to fit in. And here are the restaurants that I want to try to get to. And the restaurants just completely fell by the wayside. And so it was just like well, fitting in the other stuff. There was a restaurant in the hotel that was a three Michelin star yeah. restaurant. And we were like, oh, we got to go to that. And we were going to go on Friday night or something like that. Saturday anyway, night, I think. Saturday night. So this was after we got sick. And Allison was looking at pictures of like on Yelp or something. And they served, what was it they served that just... Chicken p- in a pig's bladder. <laughs> Chicken in a, And there was a picture of it being served. Oh. And it's like, it's like veiny. Yeah, it's like a, b- a veiny balloon. Like an inflated mm. like piece of animal with another animal in it and the veins. And I was just like, good fucking Lord. No. That was before we got sick, actually. Was it? Maybe yeah. that's why. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I, I will say about Parisian food is they eat... A lot of parts of the animal that I'm not interested in eating. Lots of livers and guts yeah. and things that are just no thanks. Yeah. They're, they're adventurous. But so anyway, I decided to want to start at the beginning with this because I posted a couple of photos of me. Oh, another thing. I'm starting at the beginning after I say this. I completely lost my ability to drink coffee. The smell of coffee was, I know, it's shocking. The smell of coffee was like, you made coffee in the room at one point and I wanted to get a divorce. (laughs) It was that nauseating to me. So I completely stopped drinking coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Also, I completely stopped drinking coffee until a couple days ago. I'm back. But I'm going to have to stop again. Oh, no coffee in Paris. Yeah. There's such good coffee there. I we got to enjoy it for the first few days, mm-hmm. but but then did you have side effects from that? 
I slept better. Oh, <laughs> that did was, you? Yeah. Because I've been sleeping pretty well since I got back, and I've been surprised. And then I had three cups of coffee yesterday and did not sleep well last night. I'm like, oh, there is a direct correlation, but I don't care. Yeah. I mean, I kind of do. But anyway, I posted a photo of me on the airplane drinking coffee and with mini pretzels in the coffee. And... People have been asking on Facebook and elsewhere, like, wait, what did I miss? Why do you do this? What's going on? <laughs> Let me take it's not like a thing I regularly do, especially since I had given up carbohydrates for so long. Um, but even then, it's not like when I see a pretzel, I'm like, someone I'm so coffee. glad you're, you're catching people up on this. <laughs> I need <laughs> to catch them up on the important issues. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm constantly dunking pretzels in coffee or anything, and I'm also not saying that you should do that either. When Daniel and I were dating, he had, I've mentioned this before, sorry for being a broken record on this specific issue. He had pretzel goldfish in his cabinet. He also had some tomato soup. So I put the pretzel goldfish in the tomato soup and I was like, holy shit, they expand to like four times their size. Could that be any more fun? It could not. Then I wondered, is that just something about the tomato? I realize I've lost everyone, including everyone in this room and all no, the listeners. No, I'm totally behind this. <laughs> like I am. Because you're into soup. And I'm so into soup Greg. and, pretz- uh, and uh, goldfish. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So then I wondered, is it just something about the tomato? I'm just, Alice and I are having our own show. Yeah, I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to talk to the people who care. I like soup. I like goldfish. <laughs> is, by the way, this stuff. is an important part of our Parisian trip. <laughs> we went to Paris, but please go on about goldfish. But it did make two Snapchats, I think, <laughs> right. at least. Yeah. So it was pretty important. Is it just the tomato soup that causes the goldfish to expand? Or is it just liquid? I brought a science-based approach to this. I like it. So I stuck a couple in the coffee. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, they expanded too. Mm-hmm. Hence my knowledge that pretzels plus liquid do fun things. Um, so I then had to dunk the mini pretzels in my coffee on the plane, etc. I also need to point out, also need to point out, I purchased pipe cleaners at the recommendation of a fan whose name is escaping me, but thank you, fan. I purchased pipe cleaners to put on the table for Greg to play with because they are a quiet thing for him to play with. Mm-hmm. Despite that, he's still managing to make <laughs> crinkling sounds. <laughs> he opened the bag of candy that we have here. I know, but even before that, I was like, oh, man, because this is what I... There's this sound. This is Greg pulling the pipe cleaners out you of... take them out of the bag. I should have unbagged them. I feel silly. Anyway, so that's the story of the pretzels and the goldfish. That's the and story the of the pretzels and the goldfish. It's like the Passover, science. and that's the story of the pretzels and the goldfish. But also, now we, we can to eat France. Do we have anything else to say about France? I mean, I'm also, sure we do, but seems like it's covered, you guys. I yeah, happened. I mean, what else is there to say? Somebody had diarrhea. Somebody barf. Yeah, you guys had some pretzels and coffee. We, we actually haven't Pretty talked really about it. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, I remember you saying I could spend hours and hours recounting our trip, but now I forget what we had to say about it. It was fun. Well, I could to to like anyone who is a captive listener no, you and can't me- leave, but I don't want to like <laughs> like people no, in traffic bore, listening to a podcast. I want to bore the audience. Yeah, uh, I will say this: the um, first of all, Paris. You know, f- I, I you know what I like to I like to call it the city of love. Right. Yeah. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah. yeah or yeah. It, that's what I. Yeah. Um, I think it'll catch on. Um, um, yeah. It's like everything everyone says about it is true. It's gorgeous. It's like I was thinking about how being from the Southwest, it, the experience for me was like if a 
if someone from Paris came to Los Angeles, but Los Angeles was like an old West town, and everybody here walked around with six gun shooters and cowboy hats, like it was like going to a movie set where everybody's in a period piece. Like, oh, you live in a crazy movie set where you know you're shooting some movie about Napoleon or something. <laughs> Um, every, everybody was walking around with uh, baguettes under their arms. And they were smoking galois. <laughs> oh my god, there were Kate, oh my some god. people. <laughs> they was, were so when, French. So we went to Giverny, uh, which is out in the countryside, and we're eating. And this dude <laughs> walks into the rest. First of all, you can smoke everywhere, and they're they do. So, yeah, they, and they're they're very into cigarettes still. And this guy walks in. I don't know how to describe this, but he was like wearing a blazer with the jeans and he had the longish hair and the he was holding the cigarette with his. So imagine your arm is half cocked. okay, with your hand, your hand palm up, but the cigarette is in it and he's just sitting there like walking like in like with the cigarette. So everybody is smelling. He sits down. He has like a tiny little glass of some liqueur and everything. And I just wanted to go home and I'm like, you are what Americans think of when they think of Parisian men. Do you, I just want you to know that. <laughs> like, I want just to know you You're are the guy. That. It had you to come exactly from somewhere. I found you. So, so we're <laughs> sitting at this restaurant and I'm not eating. I just want everyone to know. Um, and uh, this is what you texted me. The guy sitting to your left is what Americans think of when they think of French men. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then I responded, he's a real Gerard Depard don't. <laughs> Even though I was sick, I still had it. <laughs> yes, he was. Um, <laughs> I know. Yeah, we have fun. <laughs> um, yeah, so there were, I mean, there were the stereotypes are alive, but I will say this. Almost everybody we encountered there was super friendly and really nice. Like, my impression as an American was you go to France and everybody is just like, American, I don't care, I'm not going to pay attention. And it wasn't like that at all. Everyone was really, really nice. They were super friendly. And I was thinking, you know where people are rude? America? Fucking America. We're the rude ones. New York, Boston, Philly. New York people are not that rude. Yeah, I think New Yorkers are actually pretty okay. I think they're... I think American people are nice. Mm. Well, you've traveled everywhere. Yeah. You think we're nicer? I I think there's nice and not nice people everywhere. Yeah. Have you hung out in the South ever? Have you guys ever been there? I know you're from the Southwest, but have you ever been just slightly east of there? I think there are... (laughs) I, I guess what I'm thinking of is certain cities in particular. Maybe not New York as much, but... I would say San Francisco is kind of an unfriendly city. Tucson's pretty mean. Seattle is known. (laughs) Tucson, parts of Tucson are. Phoenix is rude. Uh, Sorry, Phoenix. I remember the first Uh, time I was in Nashville and meeting people and they were like, how are you? And I was like, why why do you care? I'm going to get so much hate from people. By the way, I'm I'm fine with these cities. I'm just saying that we as Americans, I think what it is... Yeah, I was thinking there can't be a worse conversational topic to explore than, than this one no it's like no those those are all <laughs> great cities on. but i think in in terms of the the stereotype about france it's like they don't i don't feel like it's deserved right i think what it is is um for, par- parisians anyway they're just not impressed with us and as americans they like they're not how dare they well yeah, yeah and i think that they're probably my this is my guess like americans are like, hey, I'm from America, and they're like, big deal. Because like, they're whatever. like, have you tasted our bread and yeah, butter? Like, so what? We're yeah. we live in Paris, like, yeah. and I think probably some people think they take that the wrong way. But I, um, sorry, Boston and Phoenix in advance. <laughs> I, I also think I will, though, get, I will get tweets. I 
they're great cities. Okay. We kind of live in a different world than we did 20 years ago. And I think just my travel experience has been that particularly in the last 15 years, people are nicer to each other than they used to be. Mm-hmm. I really think people are sort of like, you guys have been through some shit. We've been through some shit. Let's yeah, try and be nice changed. to each other. I think that part of it has changed. Sure. Yeah, it's true. It's possible. When I got back, I was having a lot of memories of college and the feeling before starting college and like that excitement of the summer being over and it being kind of hot and I'm about to start a new school year because I was I, I always got excited when a new school year would start um, and I have a feeling that the reason I was thinking that is because the last time I'd been to Europe was in the summer in between a couple of the summers in between college years I don't know but and then it got me remembering a lot of the stuff I'd studied in college and thinking about college. And it's weird. It really, the trip, and I don't know if it's just, if it's travel, I, I, it's, it's not just traveling. Cause when we go away and if it's somewhere nearby that we drive to or whatever, or even if we go to New York, it doesn't have this effect on me. I think it's specifically being in a foreign country, um, kind of pulled me out of the particulars of my present day life and re made me, reconnect even though i sort of felt at sea being disconnected from everything made me reconnect with past versions of myself in a way that i was like oh yeah that's what traveling can do and as much as adjusting to daily life has been hard for me now because i'm like i just want to keep traveling like i don't want to be back i want to be back here doing this show but like i don't know i haven't i haven't been like oh yay tuesday um i don't know it was I lost my train of thought and I don't know what I was trying to say, but I feel like there was a greater point I was making and I'm just going to, I'm fine with just butting up against it and then not making that point. Mm. I think it was something about how, oh yeah, as as difficult as it's been to adjust again, um, I think that's like one of the benefits of traveling like that is that it can sort of shake up your perception and disconnect you from mm-hmm. like tiny shit that you begin to care about too much. I Absolutely. Don't know. You travel a lot. Do you find that it has that effect? Does it take your? Does it treat your brain like a snow globe? Um, traveling sort of distorts your sense of time for the better. Mm-hmm. Um, you were also in a place where the urgent, where time isn't quite treated as urgently as it is here, particularly yeah. in Los Angeles. But you're on a different clock when you're traveling, mm-hmm. so you really loosen up and you stop thinking about what time it is all the time. Did you notice that? Like when I travel, I don't think about what time it is all the time, and I get. <clears throat> more carefree. So it does sort of realign your brain a little bit. I think if you're doing it right. Yeah. I think there are people who like to travel and they have, they want to be on a tight calendar or, you know, and then you are worried about the time. Yeah. But I never had that. I don't My like wife that. has that. I never had that. <laughs> yeah. I always just go somewhere and figure out what I'm doing when I yeah. get there. Mm-hmm. It's good for your brain, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was, a, ni- it was a nice break. It was, it was a good nice. trip. Plus Paris is a place that lives in the past in a weird way. Kind of what, back, what I was talking about. And it's like, it's not a city that is constantly reminding you of the present or the future. It's not forward looking. It's you're existing in a place where, you know, the history is just right there and all this art and all this architecture and sculpture and everything from Napoleon, you know, and from Louis the whatever. And it's like it that also disconnects you from Well, it makes where you, you are. feel connected with humanity and also truly insignificant yeah i was thinking about how many people have walked down those streets it's the same feeling that i had when i went to the grand canyon because you you get humbled by the passage of time and you're just like wow we're just a moment and then it's you know and then it's gone 
You know what would suck if you went to the Grand Canyon and couldn't see anything because either the sun was in your eyes or your vision was blurry, and that's why you need Warby Parkers. Allison Rosen is your new best friend, is supported by Warby Parker, a new concept in eyewear. Glasses should not cost as much as an iPhone. At Warby Parker, fashion-forward prescription glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses. All glasses include anti-reflective and anti-glare coating. There's no additional cost. All glasses include a hard case and cleaning cloth. There are no additional items you will need to purchase except maybe a stick to beat them off with because you'll be so hot. Warby Parker makes buying glasses online easy and risk-free. Their home try-on program um, allows you to order five pairs of glasses to be shipped directly to your home. You try them on, select your frames, send them back free with no obligation to purchase. When you place an order for prescription glasses, you'll have them in your hands within 10 business days, and they'll usually arrive even faster than that. For every pair of glasses sold, we distribute a pair of glasses to someone in need um, so you can feel good about your purchase because every time you buy a pair they give a pair to someone in need warby parker offers prescription polarized sunglasses for 150 dollars. go to warbyparker.com slash best friend that's all one word best friend part warbyparker.com slash best friend to get uh and to choose your five free home try on frames by visiting that url warbyparker.com slash best friend you'll get free three-day shipping on your final frame choice that's warbyparker.com slash best friend what is going on, children? What's happening at that end of the table? Um, I have no idea. <laughs> Jenna's losing it. You guys, this is, has nothing to do with what's happening on this podcast or anything. I just remembered one of Alan's Snapchats and I started hysterically laughing. I'm sorry. What is the His Snapchat? Snapchats are so funny, you guys. They, what are What are you on Snapchat? I have reinvented myself on all social media platforms. Okay, oh, yeah? I thought oh, maybe I was this was happening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess it's out of the bag. I am now the hashtag Al. Okay. <laughs> on Twitter. Re- rebranded. Yes. Yeah. On Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Vine, Periscope, Facebook. Snapchat. Wow. First of all, I didn't realize it's such a multi prong approach. Periscope? Did you <laughs> yeah. say Periscope? Oh, I said Periscope. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's smart. It's smart. It what are time. you hoping to achieve with um, this rebranding? Freedom. Well, I really just wanted the same name across all platforms. Okay. <laughs> because I was like on my old one on Snapchat was like Alan Moss, 17835. And I felt like that wasn't really what I was going for. It's not if what I was going to tell anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find. I can so see. I just like started searching around one morning at four in the morning. And was there another yeah. hashtag Al? So you had to stick the the. There is a hashtag Al on Twitter. Are you serious? Yeah. What? Is yeah. it a phony you? It's like a girl who <laughs> it has like 20 followers. Oh, I hate oh, her. Wow. And I didn't want to reach Tear. out and be like, hey, give me your handle. Just do it. So I searched the hashtag out. But couldn't you get her thrown off and have your name verified? If you know fancy people yeah. at Twitter, I think, but... Yeah, I, w- I know a guy. I could have gotten her thrown off for yeah. you. Oh, could what? you? Wow. Yeah. Can you yeah. get us a blue check too? Yeah. I don't me. know about that. Come on. I don't. I didn't have any pull at Twitter or anywhere else. I have no pull. I know. So, but what's happened is because now it's the same. I've been Snapchatting more. Yeah, and the, I don't. I'm so sorry that that was That's even okay. a part of the podcast. It just don't apologize. Hit me for like that. a ton of bricks. I've been laughing about it all day. What's in this Snapchat? I have no idea. He just uses the filters very well. Do you do the vomiting rainbow licorice one? 
No, I did Not like that the one satanic one, and I do like I don't know, just different. I want to see Satanic ones. Al. Yeah, it's a, an impersonation of me. So, <laughs> oh, really? It's very flattering. Sometimes, yeah. It just depends. Well, I sent I one like to Daniel to... last night. Did you get it? Oh, was did that to me? It? Yeah, that was me. <laughs> okay, no, I never I know to when you. they're to just. To I me. never know that either. And by the way, this couldn't be more deadly warring for people who aren't on Snapchat. But I need to use this time to, yes. to drill down to this point. Yeah. <laughs> on Snapchat, yeah. I also can't tell when people are when it's like sent to you. Is it just you, or is it somehow? So if you swipe one way, where it looks like you have like an actual conversation, uh-huh. then it's then it's just one on one. No, see, because there are people I think who do their Snapchat and instead of posting it, it to their, their story, friends. they just select people. Yeah, but well, I only selected to- you. So. Well, no, no, no. But I get a lot of I get a lot of Snapchats from people that are clearly they're sending it to everybody in their address book. Oh, I and see. so I never know. I don't assume that it's just to me. And that's a, I wish there was a way to like know because that's what I, I thought see. you were doing. I thought you were just. Uh, ow. It's okay. You didn't respond. Yeah, I thought maybe guy. I offended you with my uh, Snapchat that just said poop. That's all it said. <laughs> It did also offend me. Do you know what makes me laugh sometimes? <laughs> One of the listeners, whose name I should know but I don't, made us all into like food. Oh, yeah, oh, that was and good. The that best was awesome. is Allison's giant potato head. <laughs> <laughs> Queen um, of carbs. You kind of look like this is a very obscure reference, but did anybody see the movie Dune? Yeah. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> There's one dude in Dune whose face gets all huge and kind of. Eh, like a little boily. <laughs> the guy that floats around and has yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. plugs. Oh that kind of looks like Allison's giant potato head. <laughs> this feels, this, this feels this good. Is, this is totally not going to be something she thinks about after <laughs> this is done. There's already she, been she'll so many, never think of this again. So many things to think but, about. But it's a funny picture of your potato face, right? That it really is. Give away with words. Thank you. Um, Happy Mother's Day. You had your first Mother's Day, Jenna. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, It was a good day. I have nothing major to report. Uh, People said Happy Mother's Day to me. That's nice. Samantha threw up all over me as Mm. usual. Oh, sweet. My dad did surprise me and sent me a whole bunch of Sherry's berries, which was a surprise. That's nice. nice. Yeah, I was. It was a. I had no idea. So yeah, it was good. It was weird. I don't, I'm still struggling with the, I'm a mom. Mm. Uh, I don't feel like one. You don't don't identify as mom? No. Really? Yeah. I love Sam and I like taking care of her, but it just doesn't feel like, (laughs) it doesn't feel like, oh, I'm a mom now. You know why? I bet if I may tell you how you feel about yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Because your whole life. You have this notion of what a mom is, yes. and it's like not you. It's the person you're talking to, or it's outside of you. And so then to s- suddenly think that like overnight you're going to be on this other side of life is weird. Yes, and I think it also, it's kind of like when we got married, I thought, oh, I'm getting married now. I'm going to be another, like a new person. Yes. And then we got married, and I felt exactly the same, Yes, which took me a while to get used to. Yeah. The the lack of it feeling different. Yes. I had that too. Like this is supposed to feel different, and it doesn't. Different. But th- what? I felt different. Just like oh fuck, <laughs> it's forever. Oh, it's so hard to get out of this now. Like, <laughs> every morning you're like, oh shit, she's still there. Yeah, you know what you put it. There's a picture of uh, from our wedding right next to the bed where when I wake up it's the first thing I see so it's like just to remind you yeah like in case I had a glorious dream where I was <laughs> single again it's like 
Nuh-uh. Well, for me, the only thing <laughs> was, oh the only thing I had was that I had never lived with a man before. And so I did have like a couple mornings where I woke up and was like, oh. <gasps> Yeah. Oh, shoot. How am I going to explain this to my bishop? You know what I mean? Like, I'm in trouble. I woke up next to a man. Uh, Jenna, that's your husband. Okay, okay. Oh, okay, yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, just double yeah. check it. But then I found, I don't know, maybe like a year into it, maybe a little less than a year. At some point, I was like, oh, it does feel different. This does feel yeah. different. No, it does. And I think... I'll probably get that way once maybe Sam actually calls me mom. Mm-hmm. Once she starts to relate to you in a way that is more sentient, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. she starts talking and needing yeah. things and you start being a mom more than just taking care of a like baby. Right now she's kind of like a pet. Yeah. And sort of, and sort of like you kind of feel just like a babysitter. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. You know? Yeah. Cause that's how you related to, to my nieces children. and nephews. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet too, when you hang out with other moms and their kids too, right? Have you done that yet? Uh, well, at church, I see the other moms and babies, but no, even then, I still look at them and go, they're moms, I'm not. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird, I know. How about you, Al? Do you feel like a mom yet? <laughs> I feel pretty momly. Yeah? Yeah. He's a pretty good mom. No, Al, yeah. seriously, though, do you feel like a dad? Uh, I do. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's been an easy transition to say, like, oh, yeah, I'm a dad, I have a daughter. Like, but I feel like you yeah. were a dad before you had <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. I've been a dad since I was three. <laughs> So I've been, you know, I've been taking care of people. But Al's also wanted kids for longer than I have. Yeah. yeah so maybe true. he's had more time to really process mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I figured I'd have a family like when I was four. I was like, yeah, I'll probably have a family. I get married, have kids, you know. Whoa. It's, it's been on that the so list crazy. of things to do. That yeah. was a little fast for Jenna. Yeah. Yeah. What? When, when he was four. When he was four and I <laughs> yeah. was four. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's a little yeah. fast. Thank you but, for pulling uh, up a picture of my potato, <laughs> my quote unquote potato face. Now, I have to do some damage control, Allison. That does not look like you. That is my face superimposed on a potato. Yeah, but it's not. That is not. When people look at you, they don't think about a potato. No, no, they this doesn't you. look. This doesn't look like. If you've never met Allison, she doesn't look anything like this. <laughs> Wait, uh, sorry. Say that again. If you've never met Allison, she does not look like this potato face but person. But that potato <laughs> is wildly charismatic. It could definitely host its own show, don't you think? Absolutely. Definitely. As long as it was not on TV, I think this potato would be fun. <laughs> yeah. I think one of the most... <laughs> I'm sorry, but do you know what's in that? But let's get real. Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head are probably the more popular fr- uh, food toy item for sure. in yeah, the world. For sure. Congrats, you guys. So... <laughs> Thanks. Congrats, you guys. It feels so good. Here, here's who he thinks you look like. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no. That looks like that an outtake so from some worse. plastic surgery show. But I'm just saying he has a potato-y face. Oh, my God, you guys. So <laughs> I've taken... I'm not listening anymore. This is coming out wrong. I was actually just making fun of you in like a friend way. Right. Not, no, I, I get that. Okay. Oh, I get that. Okay, thanks. By the way, in case you're wondering how Daniel's morning started, it started with us going to an early morning doctor's appointment. And as we were walking from the car to the doctor, I asked, do I look fat? Does this outfit make me look fat? And he said, no. And I said, are you sure? <laughs> it didn't. Thank you. Aww. Good answer. Good man. <laughs> don't ever, don't, you never say yes to that question ever, ever, ever. I'm just saying it's that's how it started. Like that was... That, that was, was an, on the early room. side, yeah. yeah. And then we sat in a waiting room. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was overflow at the fertility clinic. Lots so of folks they, trying yeah. to get pregnant. And um, you talking about people or sperm? <laughs> 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 I, I mean, 
it's kind of one and the same, mm. yeah. depending on how it's applied. Do you know what I learned today? That I that was crazy. That was crazy. Why don't you say? Okay, so our doctor was saying no intercourse at this point. You know, no intercourse after this date. But up to that point, intercourse is good. Be- and she said this as if everyone knows this because of the effects that sperm have on the immune system. What? I was like, what? How has it been this long? Apparently, it's really good for the immune system. How have I never, ever Fellas. heard that before? How are <laughs> men not leading with that? I don't think it's gotten out. And what I was thinking... I feel like there's a campaign by Big Vagina to suppress this news. <laughs> no, I'm not even on it. Okay, okay, because this should this should be the most widely known <laughs> right? thing in the world, for sure. Ladies, you're not going to get sick this winter. <laughs> you can, Look, you can go to CVS and get a flu shot or, you know... Option B. Option B. Right. <laughs> Option B is for I don't know. Co- for I feel co- like you guys aren't really selling it. <laughs> Try harder. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I feel like everyone's just like, there's a million women out there that are just like, option A, option A, option A, option A. Wait, you're saying one is just a needle? <laughs> All right. Well, I was never good with the ladies anyway. You were never going to what? I was, ne- I'm, go on. He said he was never good with the ladies, I believe is what he just told his wife. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> Jeff? Jeff? Yes. (laughs) You went to Florida. I did. I went to Fort Myers, which is known as the American Riviera. (laughs) It was nice. And uh, as I've said, Florida, I've learned, comes from the seminal words, flora, meaning humidity, and da, meaning more humidity. (laughs) And it was nice. I ate a lot of donuts. We went shark fishing. That was exciting. Did you catch a shark? We didn't catch any, but mm. we went shark fishing, and it was amazing. It was really nice. Uh, just hanging around with a lot of family, a lot of, ate a lot of pork roll. There was a lot of Philadelphia <laughs> accents flying around. It was a lot of fun. What do you, how do you go, how do you catch a shark? I don't know, because I didn't catch one. <laughs> Not well. But yeah, it's just, it's just like regular, regular fishing, fishing, but you're going for sharks. How well, usually you chum sharks? the water. Did you guys chum? Oh, we chum the water. Yeah, usually you chum. <laughs> That's what we were doing in France. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys threw fish guts out over a boat? You, well, you in our own guts in the, <laughs> over a toilet. In the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> what kind, like, how big are these sharks? Should I feel sorry for the sharks? No, you should feel sorry for me because I didn't catch any. Okay, I do. If I caught one and ate one, then maybe you should feel bad for it. But no, they, you should feel good for them. They got away. But it was nice down there. It was really... Um, it was beautiful. There's a lot of like crazy giant dinosaur type birds just walking around in the mm. backyard. That's awesome. Um, Doesn't it seem like the humidity just makes them sprout? Yeah. Sort of like the boils on my face, evidently. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's like <laughs> on the... On my potato face. Yeah, it's like that or the way that radioactivity makes Godzilla and moths giant in Japan. Yes. It makes birds giant down there. And there were crocodiles. Our, m- my mom's neighbor's dog was apparently eaten by a crocodile. Oh, my God. Yeah. Aww. Ugh, and I, I said, can't. I don't. Ugh. And I said, "Oh well, that's so crazy." And then there were uh, bald eagles, American bald eagles, and they would fly off with cats and stuff. And I thought, "Oh well, that's so horrible." And then I thought about how many people I know out here that have had dogs and cats eaten by coyotes. Yeah, yeah thought, well, it's just it's a Florida version yeah. of that, I guess. Mm. Mm. But it was amazing down there. It's like choose coyotes. There was so much space down there. Just everywhere you went, mm-hmm. it was just space wide open. You would drive by a shopping center on the weekend, and I would look at it, and the parking lot was empty. And I think. Is, are they out of business? But no, it was like every store was open. There's just nobody there. Yeah. Oh, so amazing. I feel like you get a little bit of a sense of that just when you drive to Las Vegas. Because yeah. when you live in LA or New York 
or I think probably any sort of urban area, um, (coughs) space is at such a premium and there's people just everywhere. And then all of a sudden when you're in open space, it's weird. It does something weird. Yeah. And to see, to see undeveloped space in Los Angeles, like every square inch of everything has been developed Mm -hmm. and or torn down and redeveloped. And you go out there and you turn a corner and it was just a swamp and just nothing. Never developed. Yeah. Never. Right. Not even by God. It's just a swamp. <laughs> but yeah, it was amazing. Well, he put his giant birds there. Yeah, exactly. He had to make a giant bird sanctuary. But a couple of the birds would actually come down and sit at the back door of the porch and wait there to be fed. And they would just... Yeah. And then what did you do? Hand them a cat? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, fish. We had uh, smelt and we would feed them smelt. Ew. Ugh. I mean, cool. Doesn't smelt already sound like Poor it went smelly. bad? Yeah. yeah. But actually, the um, anchovy smelled worse than the smelt. You would think this. You would think the smelt, based on the name, smelt. Rough name, right. yeah. They yeah. got it yeah. rough name wise. They got kind of fucked. Um, but yeah, the one the one bird would actually <laughs> sit on your arm like oh. a little thing and sit there. And feed oh it. yeah, you sent me a photo yeah, of, a, was, of a weird bird. Yeah, it was crazy, and they would just stand there looking at you. It was like a dog at your back door, except they were a four foot tall bird. That's wow. Cute. That, that is scary. Nuts. Yeah, it was really weird. But it was nice. Did a lot of swimming. Ate a lot of donuts. Almost as classy as your trip. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Honestly, I think the best thing I ate. So the concierge said to me, don't in his, in his French accent, don't hesitate to call down if you need a little soap for your tummy, which took me a second. No, Jean-Francois. Jean-Francois. Took me a second to understand what he was saying because I was like, is that some sort of French uh, cure soap because that doesn't sound good, and otherwise he was he meant soup. So we did call down. They do have special tummy soap though. It's <laughs> a very fancy place. Oh. oh, and I asked if they have chicken noodle, and mm-hmm. he said that they would they would come up with something. And I also ordered tomato soup. <laughs> they served it in a pig's stomach. <laughs> <laughs> it honestly, the chicken noodle was just broth, but like the most flake like. Too flavorful. The most flavorful, gourmet, chickeny, high-end chicken flavored. I don't know what. I don't know what makes it different than the kind of chicken soup you get here. But I was like, probably oh, this real. Is- yes, it was probably probably all the food and There's yeah, all too the- much flavor. Well, at first, the first couple of days, I'm like, how is there anybody here who's thin? Why is it that everybody is not morbidly obese because the food is so rich and so delicious? And then you start to realize the food has so much flavor, it's so intense that you don't want to eat that much of it. Like you get enough just having a small amount. So I think it's easier to portion. That philosophy is not really caught on in these United States. So. But our food isn't as flavorful. <laughs> no, here. it doesn't. Like even just, a, even just a chicken dish there is like got an intense really amount rich, of flavor. Yeah. Well, so anyway, this soap for my tummy, it was super intense chicken broth and then just like spaghetti noodles. In it, they'd obviously um, improvise. Chicken noodle. Right. But the noodles were so good. Now, maybe that's because I haven't had pasta in a while, like a really long time. Or maybe it was homemade. I don't know. But that was probably the best thing I ate there. And it was unconventional and off the menu. Let's do iTunes Comment of the Week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments. And don't forget to click five stars. At the risk of sounding like a potato-faced, ugly American, 
I want to say, I also had some traditionally French things that were quite delicious, including a cheese souffle oh my and cocovin. I don't want people to think I went there and the only thing that I thought was good was chicken noodle soup because, you know, I'm just saying it happened to be really good. Okay, back back to the show at hand. <laughs> OMG, I live for Thursday by Strange Problem. That's really all. I love them all. Every conversation is deeply meaningful and worse, relatable. Each scrumptious little oddball contributes to my laughter on Thursday afternoon because I like to save the best for last. Thank you, the whole bunch of you, for the one good thing every Thursday that I can count on. Love to you all and hugs to Wendy, my cute little Texas friend. Thank you so much. Nice. For that super nice comment. Um, when I did the Throwing Shade podcast, they were asking me some questions and Aaron, one of the hosts, is like, is it true you have a family member from Texas? And I was like, <laughs> not that I know of. And then I realized she met Wendy. It is true. So that's mm-hmm. where the cute little Texas buddy comes from. Speaking of podcasts, mm-hmm. by the time you hear this, I will have just been on the Greg Fitzsimmons show. <clears throat> I recorded that today. The... Um, his serious show, and then we recorded his podcast. And then I'm doing Joe Rogan on Wednesday. When you hear this, it will have been the day before. I don't know if Rogan airs. I don't know what the lag time is or if there's a live component. But anyway, um, that happened. And it all went really well, I'm assuming. Sure. So there's that. And you did not sound (laughs) potato-faced. Well, that's the thing about being a real potato face. <laughs> Allison, you don't, you don't have a sense of humor about the potato face thing, true or false? Sorry, I'm stuck on whether I have... A, I thought this was going to be whether I have a potato face. Now I have to answer whether I have a sense of humor about my face. I ask you this because it is my nature to um, lightly antagonize people that I consider friends. Like It is my instinct <laughs> now to... Helped you with the images of the potato face over and over. Oh, and you and want over, to know how I would over receive and over that? And like it, yeah, like, like would I receive it with open open arms? But I feel like you actually are not interested in seeing your own potato face. <laughs> not <repeatedly. a> dick. <laughs> that's what I, like that's how I show when affection do you need to people. To know by. <laughs> <laughs> I need to think about this for a little while. Okay. Well, did you originally look at the potato face and think about it before tonight? Yeah, I thought it was funny in a like, haha, we're all vegetables <laughs> way. <laughs> like, oh, haha, how creative. Not like, oh, thanks, you brought out my true potato faced nature. I had never realized it before. But, okay, so I'll stop. <clears throat> no, I think it's. I'll stop. I think it's funny. I'll stop. I think it's funny. I'll stop. Pretty funny. I'll stop. So funny. <laughs> Hilarious. All right. Um, let's do some snack chat because this table is festooned with snacky things. Okay. So I need to address something, which is. I feel like a worm that Daniel and I did not bring anything back from Paris. On the souvenir front, it's a crazy world we live in these days because walking around, I would see like all these little tchotchkes that I would sort of think, oh, I want to buy that. And then I would think, I wonder if I can get that cheaper online. <laughs> and then I would think, but what's the point 
of buying an Eiffel Tower figurine that I got online, the whole point is bringing something back from somewhere. So I don't know. I think that's just force of habit from buying stuff online. And by the way, if you're going to buy something online, I recommend uh, Amazon. They have everything. Click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. Thank you guys for the Amazon support. It means a ton. And thank you also for the PayPal support. PayPal links on the right side of my website. Um, But yeah, so that was one thought I would have. But then in turn, you know, I got back and I was like, oh, we should have brought something back for Snapchat. I was just too sick. All I was focused on at the end was was trying to get through the flight and not getting sick on the flight. Um, so I just wasn't thinking, but I feel like I missed an opportunity. I feel like a jerk. And yet we have food here from the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Just highlighting my failure, my potato failure. Well, my mom this week, she got back today, went to see my younger brother, who's a dancer for the Netherlands dance theater. That's so cool. Yeah. It is a pretty, uh, legit exclusive job it's the it's the number one modern dance company in the world wow really hard to get on in fact he was there's two there's like a senior company and a junior company he was on the junior company they didn't give him a contract he left for a year and then they kind of asked for him to come back and be in the senior company and um he's new so typically the new people don't get leads or anything Mm -hmm. because you have to earn your stripes you got to be there for a while and um he was he had learned all the parts of the piece that they were doing because he's just really great at remembering choreography that's like one of his skills that he's always had since he was younger and um the lead got hurt and he stepped in and how wonderful i know i know it's sad it's like it's sad but he got to perform while my mom was there oh that's so cool yeah so she got to see him like on the big stage Oh, your mom already had the trip planned, and yeah. then that dude got hurt or whatever. Yeah, so and that's she when was, she heard him. She was <laughs> she was going under the impression she wouldn't even see him dance. Right. Well, that's so cool. So it kind of was. Yeah. It was oh, there's a Nancy cool. Kerrigan joke in there somewhere, but I just I can't get yeah, to it quickly right? enough. She, yeah. she, she galulied yeah. him in the parking well, lot. Galulied. Thank you. So thank you. When you say modern dance, what what is that? Um, like that's a great question, Daniel. It's thank yeah. It's all. really whatever you feel it is. You know, it's kind of like. Mm-hmm. Um, modern art, very abstract and so, weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know what that is. Yeah, and so he went to Juilliard and mm-hmm. studied ballet and modern, which is what they kind of specialize in mm-hmm. for, in the dance program there. And then, um, yeah, it's very abstract and bizarre and like- weird shapes with your body mm-hmm. and you don't always know what's going on and sometimes it's scary and weird. It sounds uncomfortable. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like it's probably a lot of what you see on So You Think You Can Dance, which is a lot of that kind of... Yeah, yeah. Very expressive, but not any particular Mm. style. No. I would say my younger brother would take offense to that statement. You're joking, right? No. Oh, okay. Because he would be like, no. that's Well, I'm not saying it's at that level. That's very commercial. I'm not saying it's on that level. I'm just saying like in terms of it's not... Um, you know the foxtrot. It's right, not. Right. You're not doing yeah. jazz dance. You're not doing tap dance. It's free form. It's very free form. Expression. But the the technique is based in ballet. If that makes right. sense. Who is the mm-hmm. host of So You Think You Can Dance? That blonde British chick. Cat. Um, Cat. Cat Dealey. Okay. Yeah. Then I've officially never seen that show. <laughs> 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 I thought it was Brooke Burke. Mm-mm. That was Dancing with the Stars. Okay. I believe. She's not there anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, Jenna. No, no, no. Uh, so anyway, she just got back and she brought 
My little brother wanted us to have these things. Oh, thank you, mm-hmm. Chuck. She, Stroop waffles, which are so crazy good. Snapchat. They, they are, sell them on the streets, don't they? Like yes, they up. sell them like freshly made on the streets, but they're essentially two really thin waffles with a layer of caramel in between. Mm. Yum. And then these, he said he's never had them, but he saw them and he googled what the name of these were because someone told him what the name was and he didn't believe it i know what those are i just figured it out just now yeah okay you actually know what these are yes this is the dutch version of black and white cookies that's what these are remember these from new york yes i I but no my mom said there's tons of different kinds but it's the it's the demarcation the way that they're decorated yeah, the right. black that whole thing split down the middle. You saw those in New York, Jen. I'm sure that's like oh, a black super and white cookies. Here. We had them at our wedding. Oh, did you? That was yes, instead of yeah. a cake, we did black and white cookies. Um, yeah, this is Joda Joda Coke, which is Dutch for Jew cookie. Mm. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's my nickname for Allison, Jew. by the way. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's cute. So anyway, these we've never had. So he actually hadn't tried these either. They are like black and white cookies. They are, but they're but there's no white. Yeah. They're just black and go. tan, black and white. Snapchats. These are so really the magical. Stroop waffles are amazing. It, and really, if you have the time, 10 seconds in the microwave and these will rock your world. Jew cookies are great. Yeah? I'm oh just having... I'm just, no, that's fine. It's oh, a okay. hefty okay. cookie. Passing All the right. Jew cookies along. Mm-hmm. Please note, this is me. Having some carbs. Woohoo! I love I'm it. Back. Wendy wants some. I just oh, those want are cute. I like. Oh my look. god, these are good. Right, Danielle? Could I just Wendy have like the corner of your stroop waffle? Oh my god, the these corner are good. of your Aren't round amazing? Stroop, waffle. stroop waffles are so ridiculous. What? Oh, uh, you know what they taste like? Okay. You know those like mother's iced oatmeal cookies? Mm-hmm. They taste like the best one of those you've ever had in your entire life, but with like. Gooey, these are delicious. They are very, very good. Heated up. I really like those amazing. iced oatmeal cookies, by the way, as well. I feel like the bank, speaking of Jew cookies, the bank that I used to go to <laughs> as a child that my, when I would go with my mom, I feel like the bank served iced oatmeal cookies. Banks don't give these you cookies really anymore. I never got cookies. I would get a sucker. Oh, really? Or, yeah, like a dum-dum. Yeah, mine used to have uh, lollipops and then dog biscuits for your dog. These are salted, That's a aren't nice they? Bank. they a little bit, yeah. yeah. Yeah, these are so good. Um, now I want to try the ten seconds. I want this cookie to rock my world. Yeah, ten seconds in the microwave. Do it, and uh, you'll. How good would those be with vanilla ice cream on them? Yeah, Whoa. so good. Really, really good. They they started selling another brand of these at Trader Joe's occasionally of Stroop waffles, but they're mini. They're small. So, um, okay, so the Stroop waffles, definitely delicious. How do we feel Amazing. about the, the um, Jew cookies? <laughs> the black I and like white. them. They're the also super pans. good. Yeah, they're really good. But the Stroop waffle is, is so good. Yeah. I'm going to be so sick in five minutes from eating all of this stuff. And we also brought, Greg, like four pounds of chocolate-covered cinnamon mm-hmm. bears. My mom brought those for you. Excuse me for a second. <laughs> I predict that... <laughs> This is, I, I estimate this to be a count of, what do you think, Al? You think there's 100 in there? It's possible. Mm, yeah, definitely, definitely, de- definitely 100. <laughs> <laughs> I think those will make it to Monday of, of next week. Oh, that's week. pretty good. I was going to say the 405. <laughs> <laughs> now, how sick did you get from all the mulberries? 
Oh, yeah. I, I felt horrible from eating all of them. They're very acidic. Did you ever notice that? <laughs> I didn't find them to be acidic, but sweet. Um, yeah, actually. I dumped like 400 of them into the a smoothie. also the way you say acidic. <laughs> <laughs> acidic. Acidic. Doesn't it sound weird? It's a little... I say it more like acidic. There's a lot like of acid Hasidic. in your acid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the emphasis is in the beginning. Yeah. Did anybody think it was funny earlier when Daniel said, I'm from the Southwest? Am I the... <laughs> I don't know why. I thought I like... it was funny that you thought it was funny. I, the only reason I thought it was funny because like, you never hear people like say, I'm from the Southwest. You know, you, hear well, you, say you do when, you're in, when, you, when you live in Arizona. Do you? Yeah, you don't my... in California. You don't think of California as the Southwest because it, it's California. Right. But in Arizona, it's not the South. It's the West. It's, you know, yeah. it's like the yeah. Southwest. It's like desert and, you know. I think of like, uh, <laughs> like turquoise tie. stones and rings. Mm-hmm. And black yeah. beans. Were there when a lot of black face? beans in yeah, your childhood? A lot of Mexican food. What about sopapillas? No, I guess. I don't know what that is. Really? That's to me. Do you know what that is? That's for your tummy, right? No. no. <laughs> is that with like the thicker bread? And yeah, that you put honey on it and butter on it. Uh-huh. Oh, oh yeah. that's like it's yeah. Native American food. It's like a Navajo taco kind of. Oh, okay. Yep. Not like a, a Navajo lot of taco. <laughs> Northern Arizona, you get a lot of that. That's what they call them. I want Utah. Navajo taco to be your nickname for me. <laughs> My wife um, is getting well, I have ready. an outfit I want you to wear. You <laughs> My wife is getting ready to naturalize. Ayala's going to become a U.S. citizen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was just a normal thing I said. It was just normal. And uh, one of the things is you have to be able to name like 15 Nifties? Native American tribes. What? And I was thinking when, when we were running the flashcards of it, I was like, I bet Daniel could nail this because like all of them are in Arizona, right? Let's yeah. see. Uh, nifty, United States from the 13 original um, colonies. We need a- Shout them, scout them, <laughs> tell all about them. Oh one it's by new one, fruit song. <laughs> give a name to every state that's in the USA. <laughs> There, we're going to need a what does Daniel know if yeah. this keeps up. There are a lot in I Arizona, think I could name 15. But you'd no. be surprised. But the thing is, no. here's the thing. There were Native American tribes all over the United States. No, like I know. But like, anywhere you go, there's... Stalling. There's, you're stalling. <laughs> you want me to try right now? Yes. All right. Um, Pima, Havasupai, uh, Apache, Navajo, uh, Yuma, Hopi... Um, Miwok, um, Sioux, uh, Seminole, um, Cherokee. What am I at? Ten. How many do I have to have? Five more. That was already amazing. I know. Did you just five win more. already? Al, do you have five more? You could do Algonquin, Cree, yeah. Blackfoot, uh, Crow. Um, I know one. I know one, too, that hasn't been said. Oh, I know two. Oh, you do? They haven't been said? Say? I think they haven't been said. No mo mo mo. No mo the no mo mo mos. There's one called Nez Pierce. Oh, Nez Pierce. Oh, yeah, Nez I Pierce. saw that on the list. Chumash. Anyone? California. Oh yeah, Chumash. Go. Iroquois. Did you say that? Iroquois. Yeah, that's there you one. Go. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Fifteen right there. You guys and named Lakota. So many more than I, I ever Lakota, possibly could. I think have. Lakota is uh, one of the Sioux tribes. Yeah, it gets really oh. confusing because there's like big tribes and then little tribes under those tribes. That was impressive. That Seriously, was. Like that was that was crazy. He's from the yeah. southwest. I'm from the guys. southwest. So, do they teach is. that? Do they teach that in school? I mean, they must because how else do you know this? Uh, yeah, I think they probably did. I learned it in Pennsylvania. There's you like learned a, it in California. Yeah, too. we learned it in elementary. Yeah, school. yeah. I, mean, I didn't learn shit. 
No, I did. <laughs> didn't, didn't you have to go to a mission when you were a kid? Yeah, we had we all we had mission projects where we yeah. chose a, everyone had got to do a mission. That. Oh, that's and, pretty yeah. cool. When you grow up here, every kid has a mission, and you make it out of like sugar cubes mm-hmm. and lasagna, and then you drive to. <laughs> it. Didn't you do that? <laughs> I don't think I made the mission. I think I just did my mission report. Well, and you then make we your, also, will you make a mission out of sugar cubes and lasagna? <laughs> well, the roof would be kind <laughs> and of then the you lasagna, lasagna, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, I do remember in first grade, I stapled my thumb making a diorama because I was, I had a little um, construction paper fish on, I think I was making the ocean or something, fish on a piece of string and I put my thumb on the top because I don't, because I was silly. And then I stapled it from the bottom and then went, ah, ooh, yeah. I think the year we studied all of that was the year I had just moved from Korea to Utah Mm -hmm. and I was like, I don't, I, even though we spoke the same language, I felt like we didn't speak the same Mm. language in that whole first year of schooling. So I, I don't know. That was a weird, yeah. Now, when you say that, do you mean because of the adjustment or do you mean that the way you spoke it literally was a little bit different? Like in terms of idioms and that kind of stuff. The way things I, things were a little bit different, both, both. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I think we learned it, but I remember learning a song that we sang at an assembly and I think that they would not sing that song now. <laughs> I would like to hear this one they no well, longer I sing. Don't. Uh, maybe you don't. I'm just a cat. I'm just a That's crazy cat. Well, no, I'm just I don't a think cat. there's anything crazy. I'm just a Navajo. It just doesn't feel like a song that... Does it involve like chanting or something? Uh, no, but we like... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> not even a smidge of lyrics for us? I think what Jenna is implying is that it's probably a super culturally insensitive song. I know, but now I'm dying of curiosity. But if it has to happen off air, it has to happen off air. Well, yeah, I don't know. Do you recall the title? Or was that Mm, wildly offensive? I don't (laughs) remember the title. No, I I don't think it may not even be offensive. I just I feel like I don't. It was at the time. I don't know. Just it was weird. It doesn't matter. Mm. Move on. Move on. Go, my son. I remember that part. Maybe it was called that. Allison really wants to know. Allison really wants to make Jenna say something horrible about Native <laughs> I know, Americans. Right? Oh, She's just on. buying. We as much all stuff. want that. <laughs> Don't put this on me. <laughs> I'm just curious, but I if we have to move on. Moving on is what we'll do. Well, right. I just don't want to put my. Was it about the Redskins winning the Super Bowl? No. Okay. No, definitely not. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, I know what I was going to ask. Did your brother go to the Netherlands because of this dance company? Yes. Right af- right as he graduated Juilliard. So he got... It was pretty crazy that he got in, mm-hmm. just in general. But he's been... He's so talented. It's crazy. Why is Holland the same thing as the Netherlands? <laughs> I don't know. That's a great question. Ooh, ooh. Does Al know? Al? You know! Oh, he knows. Hey. Oh, Al is waiting for a drop, Jeff, I believe. <laughs> okay. Wait, do you know? Wait, don't, don't, don't you can't away. say it before the song, Jeff. He knows. Try something. No. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know. 
Oh, I thought it, you were. It was going to be something that had to do with like World War II, and you just know everything about that. Uh, and no. I just figured. Nope, nope. I just uh, thought I would lie to you all. Well, you did with my eyes. That was wow. successful. You're probably good at poker. Are you allowed to play poker? Uh, sure. You, it's probably frowned on. Yeah, they probably say like, no. Uh, You're not so allowed to I, gamble at all, no, right? No gambling. You shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. discouraged. Yeah. <laughs> Jenna, you said sure. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say like. I mean, if you're just playing poker just to play, have right, fun, you're right. not like putting down big money. What mm-hmm. if you're just putting down just a tiny bit of money? I yeah. The answer is no. Peanuts? What if you're just playing for peanuts? <laughs> oh, yeah. Still like, gambling. Still gambling. Okay, never mind. So if you're, if you're right being, I don't totally, know how to play poker, so maybe I'm just... <laughs> totally conservative Mormon, the answer would be no. All right. But, yeah. But I'm going to If be... you want to play cards, like some families will say like, no face cards whatsoever. What and, about the lottery? Uh, same thing. Yeah. Is oh, the lotto we, not a really, big deal in Utah then? Uh, well, I'm sure they have it. Utah is not owned by Mormons. So <laughs> others can, you know, others can like play the lotto. It's a majority, isn't it? Like, 40%. Isn't it? Uh, yeah, 40%. It's only 40%. Mm-hmm. I think it was. Is that a majority? It's not the... owned by Mormons. <laughs> really? Well, I just mean like. I thought Brigham Young like, bought it, didn't he? <laughs> so, yeah, no, I mean, you could, again, you can play the lottery if you want to. But it's, it's a tax for people who are bad at math, I think. I don't think. <laughs> oh, that, uh, damn. You know, I just feel like. Yeah. So you can do it if you want, but. We've done it. Yeah. When it was for $1.5 billion, yeah, I was we like, did what it. the heck? We did it then. <laughs> the we were like, the church crazy. doesn't want our dirty money. We'll keep it for ourselves. <laughs> the only times I ever play the lottery is if everybody at work is buying tickets. Oh, I've I done agree. that too. And you have to buy it because mm-hmm. it's basically insurance against what if That's they all exactly. win. And you're the one fucking asshole still at work <laughs> after they all quit, you know? That's an insurance policy yeah. in my mind. Let's yeah. do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? But first, you need a t-shirt. You need an Alice Rosen's new best friend t-shirt. We've got snuggleberries. We've got the logo. We've got um, men's and women's cuts of the snuggleberries. We've got unisex in the logo one. Um, they're all super soft and they're delightful. And you need them on your hot bod or your unhot bod. You just need them on you. And you can get them by going to allisonrosen.com. Go to the store. They're there. Also, there's ringtones that are available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. I like men who look young and are hairless and nubile. Just nubile is the best word. (laughs) (laughs) Greg, Greg, there was a better time for that, maybe. (laughs) What were you talking about? That. I think we were helping people define... Men who look young and are hairless and nubile. Oh. Just nubile is the best word. It sounds like that was fake you were and defining, cobbled together. You were twink. defining twins. Yeah. The amazing thing is there was no editing. In that <laughs> no, I remember when that happened and and someone, when you, when you said it and someone was like, are you getting this? And you're like, I, I'm surprised no one interrupted or something. We all but, backed off the mic physically. Yes. <laughs> Just let it happen. Just let it happen. But what was the it's because, origin? It's because... Craig asked if anyone knew what a twink, like oh. what it stood for, what it meant. Ah. 
And we all said, like, mm, not sure. And then he explained to us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was. Right. So someone who's into a twink would be saying. Into that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he bit on it like a giant fish on a hook. <laughs> a couple of people wrote me on Twitter to thank me for explaining what twink was. I and like I can, yes. men who look young and are hairless and nubile. Oh. Just nubile is the best word. <laughs> all I could think about when I was reading those tweets was like, the only reason that that I'm, I'm I'm happy that you think that I did a good service or whatever, but the only reason that was interesting is because it created that <laughs> drop. <laughs> uh. Um, so there's ringtones <laughs> and there's bonus episodes available. It's all on my website, also at Gumroad, also on iTunes. Yada yada. Um, okay, Jamos for A Rose says, <laughs> just mirror everyone. Have bent many spoons because I'm too lazy to get out an ice cream scoop. Yes. I've done that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Everyone's done that. Um, It helps a lot. This doesn't really answer the question, I guess, but do you ever just run your spoon under water before you put in your ice cream? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it Mm -hmm. helps tremendously. I have friends that have, have you seen this ice cream scoop where it looks like a traditional ice cream scoop, but one side of it is like a point because you put the point down and it gets... Except I didn't know that, and I didn't know how to work it, and I was over there eating all their ice cream, and I right, right out of the container, <laughs> ladies of line forms here, and and I scooped, and I stuck the thing, and I, I oh. stuck it through the side ah. of the container and poked a hole in my thumb. Oh. Ouch. Yeah. Because oh I was too lazy to get a bowl to put it in. Do, does that anyone get an ice cream scoop out? If, I do. Unless... Really? I do every time. Yeah. Every what? Time. Yeah, I do every time. Yeah. <laughs> when, when there's it, not company... That's yeah. the only time I ever get an ice cream. It makes out. it so much easier. I'm very disciplined about ice cream. I'll take it out 10 or 15 minutes before I want to eat it because I like the <laughs> texture better when it's softened a little bit. Oh yeah. And then I run a, I cannot wait. an ice cream scoop under water and I scoop perfect little ice cream balls. <laughs> I feel like you're living like wow. the Oprah's best life. Yes. <laughs> oh my Did God. You take you should, your classes. <laughs> you should come over sometime and find out how f- fucking wrong you are. Because earlier tonight, I opened up a can of soup. I, for someone who announces that they don't like soup, I, there's been some soup in my diet lately. Opened up a can of soup, and I was like, today's the day that I'm going to put it in a bowl and actually put it in the microwave instead of just eating it cold straight out of the can. That's how Ooh. I live. Well, Ooh. that's shocking, wow. I would oh, say. Wow. That's adult hobo yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I am. That's, I'm not. So if, if, the, if the opposite of that is Oprah's masterclass or whatever, <laughs> then I am living Oprah's masterclass. Yes, I put soup in a bowl and I heat it. Like, you, a, like a real Parisian. And you were squatting next to a trash can fire. <laughs> I was, yeah. yeah. I had soot all over my face. Crossing the tracks. gloves. <laughs> with a stick over your shoulder. Up top hat. Yeah, yeah made it a tinfoil. And, and your you're... belongings in a kerchief a attached to a stick. Is that what they're called? A bindle, yeah. yeah. And, it was, yeah. and it was boot-flavored soup. <laughs> <laughs> it was just hot boot soup. Why did hobos always boil their shoes in their soup? I don't understand that. <laughs> Were they just that poor? Ow. Leather? Yeah. Yeah. Taste the leather. They have soft up the leather so they can eat it the gives shoe. It flavor. Yeah. So here's a... <laughs> speaking of ice With cream... With that out of the way. Speaking of ice cream scoops. Yeah. I feel like when I grew up, the ice cream scooper was scoop-shaped, and then it had that little... Yes. Ejector sp- I think thing. It's, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's called a spoon, maybe? The spoon of the scoop or something? I don't know. Mm. Um, I don't know why I think that. I could be wrong. That would be a very confusing term for it that would thing, be. I would say. The spoon of the scoop. I hope they don't call it that. <laughs> it would basically be the spoon of the spoon. The it's not called that for sure. It's not called that. Okay. It, that it, would be... It, it just pushed it forward? Because yes. there was the one that went like just, orbital. Like yes. 
little. Yeah, one. yeah, that that's the one fancy. I'm talking. about. I have two of those. Melon ballers still do that. Are you? T- you have a melon baller that you're talking about? No, I have two scoops. I have a big scoop like that that you would use for that ice still cream. has the yeah. thing and then i have a little one and i use that one for when i do cooking now dough. the one that goes the to the side there's the one where you squeeze it oh there's that one too there's right and it's got the like it, it's it got it. a little piece of metal that like yeah that's one i'm talking oh no it i'm sweeps. talking about the one that comes forward mm. just the classic oh. ice cream scoop that's you not the, use- that's that's not the classic the classic ice cream scoop is the one that five out of six people at this table were just talking about you have an anomalous ice cream scoop. You have one that, that flips table? it out. Yeah. Yeah. That pushes it out? Like, yeah, it has, like, it, yeah, Greg, it has a spoon in it. It's a spoon <laughs> of the scoop. <laughs> but it sounds like you're talking about one that's like pushing that's like pushing a person off a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> the one that I, the traditional one is the one that divots it out. Yeah. Not the one that's just like the ice cream's like, I don't want to be in that bowl. And you're like, you're getting in that bowl, man. Right. <laughs> Yeah, the one I'm talking about, it's like an ejector seat for the ice cream. It's just like, boom, you're, like, you're gone. I've, I've never seen that. Really? I thought that that's what No, I've never seen that either. Did you have one growing up? Is that why you my, think it's traditional? My parents still have it. It's traditional. <laughs> but it's well, like made out of tin. Like, I feel like they stole it from a Swanson's I, I think or what happened was no, at some point... The, the <laughs> they, stole it from, they probably did not steal it from a Swanson's. <laughs> from they might have stolen from a Swenson's. Oh. Swanson's yeah. is the soup maker. Swenson's makes ice cream. That's oh, is that right? <laughs> um, I feel like they invented a metal that it was better than the old metal, and, and it like maybe wasn't the ice cream wouldn't stick to it. And now you don't see it's the loudest fucking pipe cleaners <laughs> in the universe. They haven't invented any new metal, though, have they? Well, no. no I feel like back in the kind day, of metal, they probably used a metal where it, like the ball would stick into the thing, so they had to have ejectors. Whereas now. It just slides on no, out. it just slides out. If you really think about this problem, like, it's never been that hard to get the ice cream off the spoon. I feel like, like as a kid, I would have to issue. take a spoon. We didn't have ejectors. We weren't that rich. <laughs> <laughs> we were poor. We just had... And I would have Down to take... Down in the Southwest. And I, yeah, in the Southwest, <laughs> it was hard to come by ice cream. And I would <laughs> literally have to get a, a spoon and dig the ice cream out of... So you'd scoop it and then scoop... You do a big scoop and then a little scoop, like a scoop it into the spo- the scooper, and then spoon it out of the scooper. And those are called. Does anyone know what that guys? is called? A spoon. When no. you scoop something out with two spoons. What? You were just in France. Those are called canals. Oh. That is a canal. There you that go. Is, that is a cook. We were you guys are sophisticated. Canal. There is a um, thing that people have to do in fertility, which is a cannulation of their tubes. What, do they put two spoons they in their must. fallopian tubes? <laughs> they must. Something like that, yeah. It's an ice cream scoop? No, it's not. Okay, so, well, this is shocking. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up ice cream scoop on Google, and there is no image of the one I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Your parents have some sort of a prototype that was discontinued after the first one. I, don't I know really, if, I really expected someone made it. Yeah. Somewhere, oh. Ben from Ben and Jerry is like, "Where's my scoop?" <laughs> I really expected, especially, especially Al, because you worked at Dairy Queen. Even though I don't know if they have any hard ice cream there, they do not. No, <laughs> still, <laughs> still, I expected it's all levers. <laughs> yes, I expected you to to really take to what I was saying. Thrifty ice cream scoop. I feel like it's... No. The thrifty one is different because the thrifty one is in the ball shape. It's in a... Um, no, 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 cylinder shape. No, 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 I know what Allison is talking about now. Oh. The thrifty one, you punch into the yeah. ice cream and yeah. you punch it out. It's like, yeah. Is that what you're talking about? No. No. 
That no? isn't what she's talking no, about. No, 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 no. She came across it, but it's different, right? It's like a it's cylinder. Different. Thrifty, you punch into the ice cream. and the, Do they have Thrifty where you guys grew up? No. Because Thrifty mm. ice cream is a real big thing when you grow up. Do they have it in Pennsylvania? No. It was like a dime is for Is it the a, ice cream yeah. that they sell at Rite Aid? Here, because be. that is a weird thing to me that I there's right. Right, it might cream. be thrifty. It yeah, be yeah, I think it is. But that was a thing oh. we would go to thrifty for. Ice cream thrifty, the drugstore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have thrifties. Absolutely. Yeah, and and it was they, like a, yeah. a dime a for a scoop. Oh, yeah, and they punch the ice cream out <laughs> like a giant hole punch, and the mint chip is so good. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to spend the rest of the night trying to find this ice cream scoop. Not the rest of the show, listeners. So don't you worry. I just feel I like you guys believe. are overthinking your ice cream eating. <laughs> just put it in the bowl and eat it. Put it in it a bowl. Whoa. Well, see, I don't even use a bowl. I get a fork because I eat my ice cream with a fork. It's and I just dig right into the carton. I eat my ice cream with a fork, too. Yeah. Ice cream that's, that's is better when it. it's soft, though. And you know what? It's a, I, and I it's, use a tiny spoon. Sorry, go ahead. It's a very different experience with a fork. <laughs> You get a lot better. more taste with a yeah. fork. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You use a tiny spoon? Yeah. I, say I use the a, tiniest spoons we have. What are and the tiniest tiny spoons spoon. called? Really what tiny. are they called? It's you guys like, are just in France. Le petit canal. Le petit spoon. What? Demitasse. Demitasse. Oh, I feel like you should have gone on our trip. That's a demitasse spoon. It is a demitasse. So I use a demitasse. Guys, I'm, try, I'm just trying to be a dick at this point. No, no. I appreciate <laughs> it. We, we could have used you before our trip. <laughs> um, yeah, that's how that's how I do it. We just well, accomplished one just me or everyone the entire time. <laughs> that's how awesome it is. Spot on. What was the original question, Allison? Ice cream. Do you guys like ice cream? <laughs> it was, um, ice cream is good, right? Have have bent many spoons because I'm too lazy to get out an ice cream. Scoop. We kind of haven't gone anywhere. We're still kind of on the same topic, though, so it works. I feel like I'm just digging in because my mind is being blown over the fact that I grew up with one of a kind ice cream spoon <laughs> <laughs> that I thought had its own name, a spoon. <laughs> I love that I your parents probably told you that that's what it was called. We ne- no, honestly, we never had a conversation about it. I don't know where I got my information. You just thought that the ejector was called a spoon inside the scoop. <laughs> I felt like, yeah, and I thought everyone knew that. <laughs> Next week, Allison will be on Antiques Roadshow. Yeah, like, this is—I just found it in a drawer at my parents' house. I know if I someone calls you and offers you twenty bucks for it, it's worth like six thousand dollars. Hold on, Daniel, why? Why? We've actually never talked about this. Why the tiny spoon? I mean, it's so that like I can, a tiny, like it's like the size of a pinky. Is so that I, it, I eat it slower. Uh, okay. Because I don't want to have like a big ass spoon and then you one bite. You know, you get four bites out of it. I relate to that. I relate yeah, to that. Thank you. I don't do it, but I relate to it. <laughs> yeah. So the tiny spoon makes the ice cream last longer. More bites. How many servings do you think are in a pint of ice cream? Like, I don't mean like, according a to the US, I was going to say RDA. I, I think I get USDA? like four. USDA. In your mind, how many servings is that? I, I Probably three. I probably get like, I don't that's get that That's the little many. one. That's the Ben and Jerry's we're talking about? A pint? A pint. The one that's like, I don't know, pint sized. The one, yeah, like the, the normal one. Yeah, that one. Yeah. In my dream world, one serving. But how many do you... Yeah. But if I, I buy it, I would make it into two, two. which is why I don't buy ice cream very often. Yeah. I, <laughs> I can get three out of them if I'm being very self-controlled. Yeah. yeah. I mean... It's hard. That's if it's you're really, really trying. But yeah. it's actually in terms of what they say... Which is four. eight or four. It's four. Four. I mean, whatever. Yeah. That's why you got to use a demitasse. <laughs> <laughs> all right jmos for a rose also says leave the fridge or freezer door open way too long when i assume what i'm going to do will only take a second i do this all the time i find myself standing mm-hmm. in front of the counter and the refrigerator door is open because i'm about to put back what i took out but it's like i should just close why not just close the door right away 
Yeah, I do that. I don't know why. I do People that. don't close the door right away because of that annoying time when the door resets. Yes. Yeah, that's why. Because you have to wait for it to like seal before it can open again. That's why people don't do it. Um, we don't have that kind of fancy refrigerator. Of course you do. Ours can open up right away. Daniel? I, I don't I'm know. I'm not familiar about. with such a fridge. Fridges, when they close, they go for a second and ours, then you have to wait. Yeah, you're talking ours does that. Ours does that. Just the yeah. regular suction that are. Yeah. yeah, but I think that ours, it, you could close it and open it real fast right away. It doesn't have a hardcore suction. But it yeah. has unsuction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, so French. <laughs> my I don't friends, think that was French. <laughs> my friends with the fancy ice cream scoop that I stabbed myself with. Yes. While I was doing that, I, uh, I was standing over their open freezer and it was yelling at me because they have a fancy new freezer. Oh. And it was yelling freezer at me. Freezer alarm? That, yeah. That I was leaving it open. I was like, oh, yeah. My brother like, does that. I'm, it's wait, annoying. Give myself it lockjaw here. It beeps at you. Mm. Oh, my like, God. That's super fucking annoying. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. Really it's annoying. really obnoxious. I feel like half my childhood was my mom yelling at me for standing in front of the open refrigerator door. Well, Just... it's hot in the Southwest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Plus, you know, you don't know what you want until you find it. And well, what was she yelling? It's an old Havasu like, saying, I believe. Yeah, they say. <laughs> the old Havasu saying is... Uh, if you don't know what you want, close the refrigerator door. <laughs> yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah. It didn't make sense until they invented the refrigerator. Mm. <laughs> it was very. It, it, was, it was prescient. Mm-hmm. Scooby Snack says, "Hate hate it when I'm watching a movie or TV show and I can tell there's nothing in the actors' cups or coffee mugs." Yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm always yeah pretty aware of that. That's a thing now you'll see people pointed out too when they have the empty coffee cup. Like especially in Gilmore Girls when they're walking around with it and they're fl- mm-hmm. flailing their hands around. You're like, there's nothing in there. Right. A. Jane says, walking by crazy homeless person, ponder how many tragic life turns keep me from similar fate. All the time. Oy, yes. dark thoughts in Pasadena. I've, didn't we just have this recently where you said to me, do you ever think about think where I you'd sleep if you, you were homeless? Oh. And then you're like, you know you should get your plan together. <laughs> Al, Al, we've talked about this on the show before. Yeah. I have a whole plan. I could pull it off. I mean, it would be sad, but I could do it. <laughs> but I think the, the the thought of the thought experiment of what would it take for me to be in that person's shoes, like what what turns in my life would have to happen. That's the thing right. I think of all the time. It's interesting. I never ever, and I like to think I'm a woman of the people, but I never ever think about that. Like, I, I really never thought how long would it take for me to become homeless. Not, for me, it's not it's, how long it would take, but no, what would have to happen. Right, like what? Like, my family would have to turn their back on me. Right. I have four siblings and two parents yeah. that each would say, like, come live in my house. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> or you'd have to turn your back on them. I mean, yeah, or, yeah, you're making the choice them. to yeah. not, yeah. I remember being at a Waffle House in Arkansas and, and thinking, like, what would have to happen if someone told me in 10 years, you'll be working at this Waffle House, you know, like what would have to be the series of events that, Just like, in, you know, and you're like, well, something would have to take me to Arkansas. But that kind of supposes there's something wrong with working at Waffle House. No, no. It's more like what would how, what would get me to Arkansas right, right, than right. what would have to happen for me to want to take this job. And it's more just a thought experiment. I, yeah, I think I don't I, have I, those. I've thought about that a bunch too, about yeah. like how many steps there are between me and homelessness, and I've, there's probably a ton. Just like Al was saying, like my uh, my whole family would have to turn my back on me. That's why when you, 
that's kind of the tragedy of a lot of times I'll like stare at a homeless person and be like, where's that person's dad or whatever? I you know? always yeah. think you that. Know? Where that are their parents? You were once a baby and yeah. someone took care of you. Yeah. Right. You know, like. Well, very often yeah. it's mental, mental illness, illness and, and addiction, yep. right? So. Yes. That is something I yes. can confirm. My wife and I talk about that quite a bit. Because of her line of work? Because of her line of work. Yeah, she works she... a lot with homeless and veterans and stuff. Oh, God, that's sad. I always say to her all the time, this is kind of funny. We'll walk by someone and I'll be like, is that person bipolar? And she'll look at me and she'll be like, I can't really tell you right now. I haven't done a clinical diagnosis. And I'll be like, okay, thanks. <laughs> she won't play. She's so serious about what she does. She won't like play a game with me about yeah. what kind of insane is that person. Because mm. it's too real. <clears throat> it's just like she doesn't think any of that stuff is like game worthy. Right. In the I same way that. that a podcast does. I think it's when you know someone who is has yeah. dealt with it. Because I've had people in my life who've had like really severe mental illness. And like it gets really real real and mm-hmm. then when you you don't want to joke about it because right. it's like oh my gosh it was so awful but even mm-hmm. when i'm not joking and i'm genuinely asking her she won't she won't like trivialize the experience right. by like speculating on what someone has she yeah. won't do it that's so selfish of her what <laughs> seriously <laughs> i'm trying to have a good time here we're walking around tell me what that guy has <laughs> but, she, but she just won't do it so so i uh recently started consult doing a little consulting work and there's this guy that works in the cubicle next to me and he's a really sweet nice guy but he's um he talks to himself and um he was eating lunch yesterday or yesterday <laughs> friday <laughs> and the whole time he's eating lunch he's going this is delicious <laughs> this is delicious <laughs> this is so must have been so good this is so delicious <laughs> do you not do you talk to yourself when you're alone I will sometimes talk to myself if I'm really, really intensely concentrating on some sort of analysis or something, just to keep track of things. It helps a little, but otherwise, no. Do you, Greg? I talk to myself all day. I know. I talk to myself all day. Mostly that. Sometimes I'll describe to myself like the what certain characteristics of a man are. No, Wait, I don't no, do what that. What do you okay. normally say to yourself? Um, I like men who look <laughs> young and are hairless and nubile. Oh, so Just nubile is the best word. Uh, Let me give you a little insight. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> I talk to myself about whatever I'm doing. I talk to myself a lot. It's been very weird for Ayala when she's been home during these last couple of months when I was just home writing because she realized how much I'm saying. I talk to the cat a lot. I talk to the cat a lot. No, but I think everyone does that. Yeah. I have four I, inline, non-impacted wisdom teeth. Right. But are you talking in a way, in like a sensible no, sort of way? Not really. Like if I'm trying to work out a way to say something, I'll say it out loud over and over and over and over and over again until I figure out why the sentence has an irregular rhythm. You don't want to Google how to the, wash a baby's dog. I'll just say this. <laughs> There might not be so many steps to homeless. <laughs> There's probably fewer between it. me and some because I, I'm actually like not that I'm I think there's parts of being homeless I'm attracted to. Who's furthest from homeless and who's closest to homeless at this table? Ooh, fun. Good question. I want to say... Wait, hold on. Are other people going to answer or are we going to answer the question? Because it could get dark here real fast. <laughs> well, no, we're not inviting the listeners to write in. No, but I feel like you're about to say me. Closest? Well, 
I was going to start with farthest, so I wasn't going to say you. <laughs> no, go ahead, Potato Face. It's your turn. Oh. <laughs> hey, now. Well, then. Um, I feel like Al and Jenna are the farthest from it because mm. you guys have a community Mm. And you have family and a com- whole community surrounding and you. And bug out that's, bags. That's probably true. Yeah, and yeah, we'd bug true. out bags. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'd already have a team. I would say Al's the furthest. And then maybe. I tossed you in there because. Yeah, you got that's the generous. Owls. Yeah. I won't let you go homeless, Jenna. Thank you. <laughs> I have two tents to spare. You can use one of them. Aw. We, yeah. We're not going to stay in the same one? We don't have to say who's uh, <laughs> What I did was in our bug, bug out bag, I actually uh, have enough for like five or six people. Because I figured, like, you guys are well someone's going to show up and be like, I need help. I'm like, that's cool. We'll share. That's. So, oh, I have an extra tent or two. Well, why don't you, you wait and see how severe the apocalypse is before you start giving your food away? That's true. Because it could be real bad. Yeah. yeah you but I feel long. like if I'm going to die, at least I'll die, like, sharing with somebody. Oh, my gosh. You know? gosh. No, no. Listen. That's I don't want to. That's the nicest good. sentence anyone has ever said. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. Just reevaluating my whole life. I, thinking about that I sentence. married this person. Are you kidding me? No, here's how it works. Just say I'm shit, Al, and get I, it over with. Jesus. You're shit, Greg. <laughs> I watch. <laughs> Jenna can attest that I watch a lot of World War II documentaries. Oh, yes, uh, he does. And one of the things they say about like some of the internment camps and concentration camps, the people that survived the longest were the ones who were willing to share. That is true. So I kind of felt like if things get really that terrible, at least I'll have something to share that I won't die with. Oh, right. So you know? you're, it's for currency. Yeah. In a way. Well, and then I think I'll feel better. Like it won't be as bad. Yeah. Mm. I'm hoping. So we'll beautiful. see. Let me talk to me after the apocalypse. Yeah, so let's see what how it goes. <laughs> like that was the worst. I can't believe I shared with those people. And they in terms of who would be homeless first, I don't actually know. I don't either. I have theories. <laughs> but I don't actually we don't, know. None of us know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But how can we you just know? have opinions? This right. is this is I think let's all safely say this is a table yeah. of people who are very fortunate and are many steps away oh, from absolutely. being homeless. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. That is for sure, yeah. That being said, I've slept in my car more than anybody <laughs> here, more than everybody here combined. When yeah. when and why? Um camping at the beach, uh camping on road trips and then also when my mom and her friend came to visit me when I lived in Hollywood, I used it as a spare bedroom. I let them have my bedroom, and I slept in my car for three days. That's so nice. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Jeff, can I speculate on something? It's as a, big, a fellow car sleeper, it's a big you, car. you like sleeping in your car. I love it. Yeah, I love it, too. It's the best. <laughs> it's nice and quiet. It's, it's cozy. Snuggly, it's got yeah. like this... Mine, mine's got this old car like smell with the beach smell baked in. It's I fantastic. love sleeping in my car. I when think I, about doing it sometimes, yeah, just so, for no reason. Sometimes yeah. when I get in my car just <laughs> to work on it or yeah. something... I get in there and it's just so cozy. Like I just shut the door. I don't and take like a nap. to. Yeah, I don't like to sleep in my car. I just like to uh, cuddle my car. I like to sleep. Spoon in your car. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Spoon a hubcap or two. But now Jeff and Greg both have cars that have like you have a station wagon. Right. That's where you sleep in the station wagon part of it, Correct. right? And you have a truck, so that you sleep in the bed part of it. Mm-hmm. Versus, yeah, I'm not sleeping in my Prius. <laughs> get out of here! No way. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't smush into my car. I'm just saying I could live in my car, and I have lived in my car. There was a family vacation. This was before my parents' divorce, I think. Maybe not. 
I don't remember. Anyway, we were all of us in our big van or whatever we had at the time. We were going to a family reunion. It was in southern Utah somewhere. And we just planned, like, when we get there, we'll get a hotel because we don't want to go camping with our family. Gross. And we drove down and we didn't know that there was, like, a big bike race or something. And all the hotel rooms were taken. And we were too prideful to go to the campsite and like tell our family like oh we're gonna have to stay here with you guys so we slept in our car all of us the whole family nice right no not with like all my smelly siblings no (laughs) it was horrible and then we went to the mcdonald's that morning and like gussied up as best we could like we'd slept in a hotel and then we never told our rest of our extended family to this day i just let the cat out of the bag And they were all like, oh, you guys are so fancy in your hotel living. And we're like, wow, we pulled it off. Meanwhile, you're all having French whore baths at the McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they're called? I was waiting for you to say bath. it, Mr. Uh, no, I don't, the Days no, I, I only know how to say real French stuff. I don't know any of that like whore stuff. Uh-huh. I, would, I would have said it was a French concubine bath. <laughs> but wait, do you actually speak French? I don't know. Okay. I just know how to say spoons and knives. And- <laughs> Andrew McCormick says, excuse me, just mirror everyone. When I first heard about period underwear, I thought it was underwear from the 1800s or the Renaissance. (laughs) I think that is hilarious. They should make period underwear that is period underwear. Oh, wow. I told you about Chick-fil-A, right? Did we talk about that? The first time I ever heard about that, I was working on a TV set, doing TV stuff for TV, and... uh, I heard With these television. Two, yeah, do you work in TV. Yeah, I mostly do TV stuff. I heard these. It's not a. Does it air on TV? Yeah, I don't, it's not, I don't want to talk about it. But I heard these two women at this thing called Craft Services, which is where the food oh. is in TV. On yeah. TV. And yeah, and one of the TV women was saying to the other one, "I really want a Chick Fil A for lunch." And I honestly thought that they wanted a small steak. <laughs> That's what I thought. There, and I was like, I can't believe these <laughs> women are just like no, like they chicks. were saying like, oh, it's like a Chick Fil A, oh, right, right. And Instead I, of a dude I, I had never heard of Chick Fil A. Oh. And I was like, I can't believe these women in LA are just openly saying they want like a Chick Fil A, like a tiny steak. And I thought that I thought for like a like long a, time, like a little two baby ounce. bird yeah. steak. Oh, no. and I was like, oh gosh, no, I thought they wanted like a tiny steak. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, but they didn't. They no. the other one. But they worked mm. in television. TV? Was, this is TV stuff. Yeah. <laughs> TV. So speaking of <laughs> TV, when, when we were working on our show for TV, um, I always had heard it referred to as craft services, but I heard you guys using the term crafty. Yeah. When, did it, when did it turn into crafty? It's kind of always been both. It's kind of always just a personal preference thing of which douche you want to be. I would just the craft services douche, and then I was yeah. like, "Oh, there's a, there's a new flavor." But like when like PAs and stuff are talking to each other on headsets, they're always like, "What's you know what's someone's twenty or whatever?" Oh, they're crafty. It's just like a shorter way of saying craft services, right? Because who has the time to who say has all the time to syllables? say craft services? Okay, all knowing <laughs> suit says strongly feel that people who don't know which direction to curb their tires don't deserve to find happiness in life. Wow. It's a little little strong, but that is intense. That is intense. Chill pill. (laughs) Which way to curb your tires, meaning which direction to turn them towards the curb? Yes. Does this person live in a hilly area where all the cars are manual? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What does it have to do with the car being manual? I think if your car is manual... More likelihood that it'll... Yes. You'll not put it in gear and it'll drift it back. Yeah. Also... You, if a car if a car is a manual, even if it's in gear, even with the parking brake on, you can push it. Right. But if you have a, an automatic transmission, there's a thing called a parking pall. 
and it's like a little ratchet thing that holds the transmission. But you should still curb your wheels even even if you have an automatic, right? You're supposed to do it either way, yes. But I don't Which is the right way? Remind me. Depends if you're facing You don't deserve happiness. Well, I I know. It's going out the window right now. You want to turn your wheels away from the curb, your your steering wheel away from the curb. If you're downhill? Think of it going up, up, and away. That's well, it depends. Like if, if you're, you're facing if you're down, you want to turn right, it towards right. the... If I think that's what I would have done. Right. Just, yeah, I guess it depends it rolls, on which way you're you, facing. You want yeah, it. If you're facing it down, you go down, down, and towards the curb, up, up, and away. If you're, if you're, The nose of your car, the front of your car is facing up. Ooh, mnemonic device from Al. Yes. Up, up, and that's away, nice. down, down, and what? Well, you just <laughs> go like, if it's not up, up, and away, it's down, down, and towards. <laughs> that's <laughs> a great mnemonic device. Yeah. Not That's up, good. Up I like. That. I like. Yeah. You know what I can't yeah. forget that never ever comes in handy anymore from horseback riding. <laughs> <laughs> Rise and fall with the leg on the wall, which is when you're trotting English saddle. You do this thing called posting. Does anyone know? You know. Thank Ooh. you, Jeff. Yes. You don't have to live in your car. Um, i'll live in my car but i'll have a horse tied up out front with an english saddle so you post (laughs) and i'll get out of my car with my bindle and my jodhpur (laughs) yeah so when you're posting it's how you know whether to be like going up or down is you look at the the shadow of the leg on or like the outside leg and go up with that when the leg goes up and down anyway i can't forget that fucker it's not ever going to come in handy ever again jeff do you know how to ride a horse i do you do Mm -hmm. yep when with horses, you just say, "Do you do you ride, right?" Or is that m- motorcycles? No, you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I haven't ridden recently, but I know how to ride a horse. Can you ride a horse, Daniel? Yes, <laughs> not not real well, but I can. Yeah, we used to have. I'm horses. from the. I don't know really? if you know this. I'm from the southwest. <laughs> no, no. Were they English or Western? English. Yeah. Did you You're, jump and all that stuff? Yeah, all that, that stuff. That is very cool. That's so fancy. Mm-hmm. Thank you. you jumped I never horses. Knew. You did. Sure. Very you, cool. Is that steeplechase, right? That's a whole different thing. Oh, I feel like is? there's a lot of that in Pennsylvania, like yeah. a lot of horsey stuff. Yeah, because there's a lot of space and fields and mm-hmm. animals and stuff like that. What kind of, excuse me, I got to turn into a 14-year-old girl. What kind mm-hmm. of horses did you have? We had three horses. Well, one. You owned the horses? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They're, I mean, the horses are expensive, but if you have property, it's really not that expensive. But one was a Shetland pony that my mom used to no drive way. with a little cart behind yeah. it. And she used to do it in horse shows and stuff like I that. Neat. That was very cute. And then we had one that was... Please um, say you had a chariot. I wish. <laughs> Riding around with my sandals and the big whip, whipping all the kids in the neighborhood. Uh, one was black and white. And then there was uh, one that was black that was my sister's horse. That horse was really fancy. She used to, my sister was like a crazy a horse. Tri- yeah, she had like grand champion ribbons. Like She, she would crush horse... Uh, At a... Horse games, what do they call them? What are those festivals called that they have? Equestrian. No, the other ones. It's like if you grow up in the Midwest and you like take your pig somewhere. Oh, you're talking like the 4-H? 4-H. 4-H. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 4-H, right? Is that what you're talking cruise, about? Cruise no. the 4-H, babes. No. Oh, no. Absolutely. <laughs> no. Yeah. no, 4-H is more for like showing off livestock. Yeah. Cows. yeah. It's more Not yeah. For horses. FFA, Future Farmers of America. Yeah. 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 I got confused. Sorry. At, at one point, I would have been able to guess what the black and white and black horses were in terms of the kind of horse breeds. But Aren't I've there mutt? Couldn't it have been a mutt? What's the famous black and white one? Flicka. No, I mean the famous <laughs> breed. <laughs> There's apple. Pegasus. Um, whatever, whatever the fancy ones are, it wasn't it. Thoroughbred, Morgan, Arabian. 
Arabian, yeah. Clydesdale? No. Black Beauty. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, can you name horse breeds? Like, I don't know. I don't, okay. I don't know horses. Um, Mustang. Oh, there's Were something of horses? Pelman. Yeah. There's warm-blooded, oh, okay. I think, or cold-blooded or something. There's a horse called that, even though it's not actually an indication of hmm. they're just normal just mammals. blood temp. Basically. I think yeah. maybe they're called cold-blooded. No, that... I don't know. Um, no, I like horses. I did go through a horse phase. Did you not ever I go through that? I never did. I've actually always kind of been very uninterested in horses. Uh, Jenna has a hatred for all horse movies. I cannot. I can't. I won't, know. She won't watch a single horse really? movie. If nope. I offer... Black Beauty? I'll pay for it. I won't yeah, do it. there was one called like... Some movie just came out of the theater like two years ago called like, Horse Train or Horse Run or... No, the Horse Runner? Horse, horse Attack. Runner, horse something. War horse. Horse. War horse. War horse. Horse Wars. Yeah. War horse. <laughs> she won't watch it. Won't talk about it. Really? I don't know. I just there's something about horses. I don't know if, if I'm a little faces? freaked out by trust them. them. I don't trust them. Maybe trust that's eyes. what it is. Is it because their nostrils are so far from their eyes? <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> that's always made me incredibly can't uncomfortable. Trust. I get yeah. it. They never carry identification. <laughs> <laughs> that makes them shifty. They are well, shifty, they are though. They walk big, on their powerful toes. Powerful animals with not huge brains. They're yeah. very intimidating to me, and I just don't like it. I don't like the horse movies, and as a result, I own like seven of them because my friends just keep giving them to me <laughs> every year for gifts. Thoughtful. Yeah. Mm. Flicka. <laughs> are they to you what lobsters are to Greg? Possibly. I love lobsters. Yeah, oh. he, yeah I, lo- I love lobsters. No, no absolutely. If there not. was a movie about Forget lobsters, that. I would go see Horrible. it immediately. Oh my god, like Black Beauty, but with lobsters. Yeah, well, it's just like a little boy just learns like to love through a lobster lobsters. or whatever. <laughs> like, Running with his lobster to his folks, along spends, the beach, spends all of his time like with a lobster in the back of the house or whatever. I'd go lobsters. see lobsters. That was beautiful. <laughs> that was a stirring, stirring tribute to lobsters. You guys, speaking of animals. I want to tell you about a dog, an adoptable dog that's available, but first... You are a dog. You are a dog. A dog, a dog. Dog, 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 dog. Dog, 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 dog. That's what you are. You are a dog. You are a dog. A doggy dog. In a doggy dog world. Dog, 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 that's what you are, you are a pooch, an ugly mutt, you come inside, with poop on your butt, dog, 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 so first of all I want to say, one of our listeners, Jim Tomlinson, I hope I'm getting his name right, um, I think I am, also there's fuzz in my mouth, this is uncomfortable and weird. Okay, I think I got it. Um, tweeted today that he was inspired by <laughs> he was inspired by the show, and he went out and he adopted this big dog Holly, who uh, was still recovering from being spayed. But he he sent a picture with his tweet. He's in um, Minnesota. M N is Minnesota. Yes. Mm-hmm. No. Is it? Yes. That's a just mirror, everyone. I always freeze up a tiny bit when it's like MN or MI or MA or MT or is there mm-hmm. even an MT? There is. Yes. There's and an I'm MS like, too, I think, isn't there? Mississippi. Yep. Mississippi. Yeah, I always worry that I'm going to have the wrong M state attached M-E to the... Yeah, is Maine. Maine. Right? M- MD is a doctor. That's right. I get them all <laughs> confused sometimes. Or I'm always worried I will get them confused. Anyway, he's in 
Minnesota and he adopted a dog and he was inspired by this show to go out and do it. So that is awesome. Yay. I'd love to hear that. Anyway, um, my friend Laura Log- London. Who's Laura Logan? She's, she's on Gossip Girls. Minutes. Yeah. So you can dance with the stars? <laughs> <laughs> Laura, Logan, Laura Logan's a, a reporter. So you oh can yes, stars when you favorite. Right, but ended in a question. No, no, no. It's like somebody's really pissed. Like, so you can dance with the stars. Who cares? Everyone can dance with the stars. Laura London is a dog trainer, and she is working with uh, dogs at the Downey Shelter and at other shelters. And she's training them and making them more adoptable. And I try to feature one every week. And this week, I want to tell you guys about Mickey. Uh, his name when he was surrendered was Tattoo, but they they call him Mickey. But she told me that they call him Mickey Tattoo, like he's an old time gangster. So Aww. I think that's super cute. Uh, he is a uh, American Staffordshire Terrier, four years old. Um, he's super, super, super into fetch. So if you want like an easygoing dog that loves to play fetch, he's relaxed. Um, he is your guy. That's what she said. He apparently is just like, all he wants to do is play fetch. He Why made, he made so- fetch happen. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Anyone? Yes. Thank you. Mean Girls. Thank you. Thank you. I was like, what movie was that? Yes. Jody um, Sawyer, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you can find out more about him and see his picture at shelterme.com slash downy slash Mickey training program. So exactly how it sounds. Shelterme.com slash downy slash Mickey training program. Um, also, I'll have a link to him on the show description. You guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, Jeff, where can we find you? You can find me at Colonel Jeff Fox on Facebook and then um, what's the other one? Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, that's <laughs> Daniel. Um, at Daniel Quants, Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the Snappy. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. Uh-huh. Get it. I get it. That's it. And the Quants. Oh, the Quants. I might, I, I, I might write some more stuff. I'm going to write some more stuff on there. Yeah, check me out there. Oh, and also, uh, Boston and Phoenix, love you guys. You're the best. <laughs> you are the best. Okay, yeah, you, the damage is already done. Alan? Mm-hmm. Fuck it. The hashtag Al. <laughs> Everywhere. 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 So buckle up. It's pretty intense. I'm making a oh. new commitment to tweet, Instagram post, Snapchat. Snap it up. I even periscoped. He did. It's Jenna. True. You can follow me at Jenna Kim Jones, also pretty much everywhere. And uh, please, if you haven't already, give our podcast, Sorry Not Sorry with Jenna Kim Jones, a try. You will enjoy it, I promise. It's full of the hashtag Al and myself. And you can find it on iTunes or com slash podcast. Perfect. Greg? Uh, this week, I am on Mike Henry Does It Again with my writing partner and close friend, Mike Henry. So if you want to hear me get interviewed and sing a rancid cover... You can hear that uh, at Mike Henry Does It Again on Tumblr and iTunes, I think. Awesome. And just a reminder, click through the Amazon banner. Thank you guys for the Amazon support. Oh, and I forgot to mention earlier, if you'd like your iTunes comment to be read, leave us a nice comment. Uh, iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen. Also, if you like what you're hearing, that is where you go to subscribe. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Behind the scenes videos, YouTube.com slash Allison Rosen. And... Everything else, AllisonRosen.com. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the 
Allison Rosen Show. We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen is your new best friend.